Hi lovely people, thanks once again for tuning in. I want to set up this episode by sharing that this was recorded a few weeks ago, so some of the things mentioned might not be as readily available to us in current times, but it's really important for us to listen from a point of reflection on how life was and therefore how life could be, because all of the content and the inspiration and the core value of self-care still ring true. So enjoy the lesson. Hi everyone, welcome to A Mobile Mentor. Jay Shetty once said, anyone can be your mentor. It's just a matter of learning from someone else's story. So with that, this is a podcast about navigating life on the move, whether it's from England to abroad, teenhood into adulthood, or personal and professional transitions, all wrapped up in the modern world of change. So take what you need, find your own way and be happy doing it. Hi, welcome to another episode of The Mobile Mentor. It's um, a very reflective Sunday in Vancouver where I am and I thought this was the perfect opportunity to talk about this subject. I want to create a a short guide to self-care so this episode will be centering around why self-care is important to us and why it should be important to everyone and what self-care could look like for different people as well as why um, I found I feel like the ultimate balance in what self-care could be for me and this therefore might inspire what self-care could look like for you if you're still trying to decide what that means. Um, I also want to debunk here that self-care doesn't have to always mean something that's like lavish and doesn't centre around like um, bubble baths and um, candles and um, like going on retreats. I think self-care can just be a very open, broad principle that can be applied to our everyday lives and that should be applied to our everyday lives to ensure that we stay optimum in how we show up in the world and how we feel in ourselves and in how we kind of perform, whether it's at school, work or in our relationships. What I want to dive into first is why self-care is important and um, it's taken me a while to realise that for myself and this is where I've got to. After several years undulating um, what I need to be the best kind of in my everyday life, um, I think it's really important here to know that self-care is different for everyone and can look different for everyone based on who we are as an individual. Um, It took me so long to finally reach this because I think I was in denial about what I needed and who I was. So to articulate this better, I'll just talk about why I think it's important. And and these are like four major bullet points. One, I think it's important because it's about forming your personhood and bolstering that relationship with yourself. The more time you give to yourself and um, put in your weeks or your months to self-care, I think you get a better understanding of yourself and what you need. Um, secondly it's important because it solidifies your love for yourself it's about being like hey I deserve this um, rather than um, you pushing your energy outwards to other people and focusing on them it's like a turning the lens the other way thirdly I think it's about recharging and slowing down often I find self-care activities um, tend to um, circulate around being more of slow activities and practices obviously this is very dependent self-care can be super super energetic but um, my understanding of self-care has been it's been more about gathering my energy again and making sure I feel like oh really special in order to make other feel special when I go out into the world and lastly um, it's about positioning yourself as number one because as we all know today that Um, the societies we live in are super fast paced everything is changing all around us globally and it can be quite hard to keep up or keep up internally anyway Um, and therefore having um, this time with yourself where you're like I'm number one and like nothing or no one else is before me really helps you anchor yourself in a sort of solid state um, and help you and helps you like trust yourself in 
in like a I guess a context that can feel very unsettling and insecure so I think it does bolster that security by putting you first and um yeah to go back to this kind of notion that self-care is more of a mindful slowing down um I kind of want to like nod to some of the things I've noticed as people's self-care routines or what people know as their self-care so I know that um I'm really into journaling and for me it's really important to spend time in the week whenever I feel that need of like I need to let something out and I don't know how or where to stop me being agitated with people I need to like spend time with my notebook and just literally put mind vomit on a page and then I'm like oh fine I can leave that there um, some people really like playing tennis or, you know, they go to sports clubs and that's their like self-care, like they have to do it every week and it's their commitment and it makes them feel so good because it gives them that sense of community at their sports club, but also that release and that sense of belonging and um, they just love their, their sport. Um, it can be like jujitsu classes or just trying something new every month. That is like self-care, like today I want to go mountaineering or next month I want to try um, playing bowls or um, I want to go and, you know, like go for a massage. Um uh, and sometimes self-care is just like having a bath which is like a typical um, stereotype I guess but at the same time nonetheless it's super powerful for people and it does work um, and so it's basically just I'm sharing here that self-care can look very different to everyone um, and so does its frequency so some people might need to self-care more than others or um, you know spend time with themselves dedicating themselves um, dedicated to themselves more than others and other people don't so it's it's very personal and just because you read like a self-care um article on the internet and it says to do these 10 things doesn't mean you need to do them because it might not work for you it might not feel good for you so I think it's important to acknowledge what what brings you joy what brings you a sense of calm and what make fills you up again to go out into the world and be better then note them as like self-care activities and see how you can incorporate more of them into your life or I think it's quite often that many of us are doing them already, but we're not really acknowledging them, acknowledging them as self-care. So it might just be um, time now to really give yourself a pat on the back to be like, I am self-caring. This is what I want to do every week or every month or every season um, as part of my self-care to, you know, as part of my ritual. Um, and it's just that positive reinforcement, again, that relationship to yourself, just acknowledging the things you're already doing in self-care, I find is super important. And then it makes me more likely want to want to keep it up when I know it's, oh, I got that positive feeling from self-care. I'm going to keep self-caring kind of thing. So that feedback to yourself. So as I said in the beginning, I wanted to talk to you a bit about my formula for self-care and where I've got to in the experimenting of what works for me. Um, and the reason why these, let's say, three or four things will really work for me as self-care is because I've noticed that I'm, it mainly stems around my sense of introversion. Um, a lot of the time I do need to be alone to recharge and um, I do need to be away from other people and like loads of stimulation to feel better and to feel a sense of calm. For other people, it might be that they get their energy and they feel self-care, a sense of self-care if they're like around people they love and they're always um, in social occasions with like a bigger groups of people but mine stems from being an introvert at heart with like the extroverted kind of um, social tendency on the outside um and being um, a big thinker and living in my head a lot this is also a big part of why um like this is exercised in my self-care so I want to start with addressing my first self-care tip which is writing and it centers around the mind so Every morning I make a point to do around 15 to 30 minutes writing. I usually write poetry and I really capitalise on that 
fresh fertile brain space as soon as I wake up I find that everything is kind of all the all the ideas and things thrown up in the day have settled and everything feels very relaxed in my head and it's very like fresh and um inspiring that headspace so I utilize that and put that down into words and usually create some sort of like poetry around something that's I'm feeling in the morning or something that is kind of like registered or processed in the last week and then I'm like hmm that's coming out in poetry form so it's sort of like a ignition of my brain and creativity but it is um also I guess quite mindful because it's that pen to paper that um release of self onto a page it's also like a sense of art to me I think so for me it's kind of like creating something from nothing um and that reinforces kind of my value in my brain power I guess um so 30 minutes of writing poetry in the morning is really big for me Uh, I also find that I get my best stuff then because nothing has disturbed me um in the day Uh, so I'm just like wow that's a 10 out of 10 poem whereas if I'd write it in the evening usually it's more muddy and it doesn't flow as easy I've noticed my second self-care tip um, or gift to myself is I uh, treat myself to a coffee once or twice a week like a bought out coffee because usually I would have them at work or I'd make them at home but I make the point to break that routine from being a bit more yeah like routine by buying myself something out that is a treat and it's usually like a pretty good either like a really indulgent mocha or I go to a pretty swanky coffee shop and get myself like a really good brand of coffee um where I can really enjoy the flavor and it's not masked by sugar or something so it depends what mood I'm in but um I this has come from a place for me where I've been quite uh frugal and regimented in my spending and often that would lead me down to being quite restrictive in like what I give myself and for me now looking back and reflecting on that that is just a that is basically just saying no to myself over and over so the more I've realized and sat on this the more I'm like I need to treat myself and gift myself something um, regularly so it's kind of like I'm being kind to myself what's the point in always living in restriction um no it's like if I did that to someone else like saying no to them all the time or never treating them to anything it just feels like quite um, a negative relationship so I kind of want to share that with myself and have a positive relationship myself so treat coffee once a week once twice a week my third thing that has really helped me is identifying the pace of my life and how much I want to fill into my week and how much I don't and this has been probably the biggest learning for understanding what what self-care means to me Um, I used to be the type of person to always cram like 4,000 plans into my week, let alone my day. It was like, wake up, do this, go there, do that, go to work, do that after work, then meet this person, then go home and call that person. And then I've still got things to achieve by the next day. And it felt so overwhelming that I was just like, whoa, is this life? It feels very hard to keep up with and it's not giving me energy. It's actually making me quite stressed and overwhelmed. So what I've learned is that I shouldn't oversubscribe or shouldn't overpromise to myself, but also to other people. The more I make plans with people in the week and the less time I have for me, the more I kind of flow, like I tip off my balance. I need to ensure that I stay quite balanced in my state. So for me, that means me evenings and that means having time where I don't um, make plans. So let's say twice a week, I'd be um, pretty sure to go and just come home and switch off mentally and watch something passively or do something passively so that I can have that mental break um, I find that showing up often in social occasions I always have to be in like an on on mode and it can be quite draining when when you're not always in the mood and when I'm not always in the mood shall I say 
So I'm extroverted in in like a social sense at work and um, I come across that way, but I find that to recharge, I just need that time off. And because I have quite a socially demanding job, this has kind of been the perfect balance for me. I did notice that when I was in a job that was smaller in size and there were fewer people, that I sought a bit more of that social stimulation outside work to restore that balance. So it's just a fine tune fine tuning into what you need and really like looking at yourself like how extroverted and introverted are you how much time do you dedicate to yourself how much time do you dedicate to other people um maybe you might feel really good always being around people and I'd say lean into that Uh, maybe that's just like works for you but for me it's like two to three evenings a week is the optimum um space for me to just be the top Alex throughout the day um and like give to other people I feel like I'm able to then Um, always respond to messages from my friends I feel like I'm able to give better advice I feel like I can be there for my family I feel like I'm not um, over promising and then like quitting or changing plans I feel like I'm always going to be in those activities when I do commit fully and I enjoy them much more and I'm much more present and like I don't feel as begrudging to go um so yeah and uh, another one for me, um, which kind of links to this meet these me evenings, is body. It's moving my body. So for me, I really have to keep up the um, momentum and the release um, about three, four times a week, just ensuring I have um, some sort of physical exercise, whether it's like an intense class or if it's like um, going for a run on the treadmill or it's walking um, to and from work instead of getting the bus. Just mixing it up and making a physical, making physical use of myself, essentially. Um, for me it's about like I feel mentally clear like all the the crap and the noise has built up in the day and from like you know stresses of life um melts away when I exercise and I know that's key for a lot of people and some people find that they need to do it more often some people find they need to do it less to get that same release but I've noticed the perfect balance for me is about three four times a week um and I feel that sense of achievement there too because I feel like it's not too natural for me to just want to move my body it's like definitely something I commit to to make my mental space better um and also I find that if I don't move as much um I generally feel more gross in myself and I feel a bit less like I feel like it's linked to my self-worth so um yeah I ensure that I commit to that so if it means I have to do a class after work twice a week and not take on plans then I will because it's part of my me me focus and me um putting me first um but yeah they're the main ones I operate, um, but one I tried recently, and this is kind of an excuse to do a bit of a facial review, is that I went for a quite a masterful facial the other week. Um, it was a gift from work. Um, it wasn't something I would have ever thought to do or treat myself to alone, but I was blown away by it, and it was something that I'd never seen the value in. I'm not very much inclined to follow beauty procedures I'm not really in the beauty space it's not something that like shouts out to me as an adult that I have to keep up or do and it's not a passion of mine so I never think to like go for massages go for facials go to get my hair done at nice salons but then when I got this it was like a really great experience and I think I might try employing something that's a bit more I guess you could say special like this that's a bit more expensive um in cost cyclically because it really did um, do a lot for me and I'm going to tell you why it's not because it it was um, being smothered in all these great products and um, you know being treated lavishly um, and it did feel lux- luxurious but that's not why I loved it it was the actual experience of being in a very dark muted room with beautiful music for like an hour and 15 minutes with someone purely focusing on you and it was like 
a stranger giving you all the attention. And for me, this is like quite bizarre and it's very rare in today's world, like to, for a stranger to dedicate that much time to you. I know they've been paid to do it, but there's a sense of feeling special again in it. And um, again, it's quite a mindful activity. Like I was very much switched off. I went into relaxed mode and it was um, an experience in a very sensual way. So um, this is something that isn't like very present to me in my being. Like I have to really focus on being tapped into my senses. Um, if I'm like, it's not an everyday um, default to me it doesn't come organically so this gave me permission to like think about my body as a central like space and organ yeah it was really great it stimulated it in a different way that wasn't me giving myself and my energy out it was like sensual and stimulating but in a way that I was absorbing energy to go out and feel much brighter in the world so yeah um, I recommend trying something that you don't often do that feels a bit more luxury once in a blue moon to just remind yourself that you're worth it and also to stimulate yourself in a different way to perhaps your more regular self-care activities do. Um, I don't know what that could look look like for you, but for me it was a facial and um, it had like um, arm, arm and leg massage included and that was just the icing on the cake. Um, so yeah, that is my overview for self-care. I hope you found value in this. Um, if you have any self-care strategies or ideas or things that really work for you, please share them. I will leave the details at the end of this episode. But once again, thank you for tuning into the Mobile Mentor and have a great week. Hi all, thank you so much for listening to the Mobile Mentor Podcast. If you did really enjoy yourself, please hit the subscribe button. We are available on all podcast platforms. And if you want some more nuggets of wisdom, follow us on Instagram. We're at the Mobile Mentor, or one word. If you want to send us an email with your thoughts and ideas or suggestions, we're at mobilementorpodcast at gmail.com. Cheers.